A producer is like a director who doesn't actually have to do any work. If you want to be a producer for Infendo Radio, head over to patreon.com slash infendoradio and pledge at the $10 level. If you like cartoony Italian plumbers, you're in the right place. Infendo Radio is on now. Hello, everybody. It is time for Infendo Radio, and we're happy to have you. Um, it is episode 545. Holy moly, that's a lot of episodes. I hope you listen to our backlog. I think some of you might be. Um, but, man, I'm ready for another good one. How about y'all? How are you doing tonight, Luke, uh, Lucas? How are you doing tonight, Steve? <laughs> hey, how are you doing tonight, Lucas? Wow. I'm going to tell him. You sa- we clearly know who you want here. I had a whole thing planned, and I just have to throw it out the window now because you don't know who I am. It's right back to when I first joined the show, and I didn't... I could not tell the difference between Justin and Mike. <laughs> well, we uh, speaking of Justin, how are you doing this evening? Determined that 20 years from now, this haircut will be referred to as the COVID. <laughs> Those Actually, of you that's... not watching live... Consider yourselves lucky. <laughs> That's actually not bad. I, I actually like that. Um, yeah, thanks for joining us tonight. Thank you, my wonderful co-hosts. Obviously, we don't have Lucas tonight. I uh, have a slip of tongue there. He might be joining us later on, but we're not quite sure. If he does, hey, bonus. But otherwise, we're happy to have each and every one of you watching and listening to us uh, on iTunes and all the other podcast feeds. But before we get too far, we want to thank the people that uh, brought this show to you tonight. So, Steve, why don't you tell us who did that? Okay, and before we do that, I have a flash contest. There's oh, a boy. There is a $15 eShop card up for grabs for our listeners, not our hosts. I'm sorry, Justin. If you <laughs> can guess what artist I am listening to on the second input of my headphones. I've already told Eugene. Justin, I will send you a DM here in a minute on uh, Discord or something. But yeah, and it has to be before we close the Twitch stream. So first one to get the artist right, instant $15 gift card. Boom. That that being said, we would like to thank our six wonderful producers, Phantom, Slacker Monkey, Minus 64, and then our, well, I, I should say our three producers and then our three executive producers, Andrew Searson, the Brianosaurus, and EP Knothead. Thank you for continuing to support us through this god-awful time that we're living through right now. (sighs) We appreciate it. We really, really do. And speaking of which, um, we're going to be donating our Patreon um, donations for the entire month over to the CDC Foundation to uh, support COVID-19 research. So, uh, yeah, if you're wanting to, you know, get on board on that, you can donate at patreon.com slash infendoradio or just go donate yourself, you know. Go to the CDC. They can Mm -hmm. use the funds, I'm sure. Um, All right, with that, we're going to take a quick break, and then on the other side, we'll have change the system. Can't get enough of Infendo Radio? Head to Infendo.com and see everything else we're up to. All right, we're back. Um, It's time for a little bit of change the system. Honestly, there's not a whole lot of um, news this week, so not anything that I really saw, honestly. So we're not going to be talking a whole lot of news, and instead we're going to be talking about the games we've been playing. And I'm honestly excited about that because... Well, I'll, I'll, I'll let you guys go first, because you might guys might be talking about Animal Crossing, but I want to talk about something old and something new, so uh, who wants to go first? 
eyes. Huh? I, I can go first unless you want to, Justin. Uh, I don't care. Okay, I'll go. Um, because I'm going to get right on a soapbox. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I finally started playing Mortal Kombat on the Switch. Um, I'm playing on a Switch Lite, so obviously only handheld. And before we go down the rabbit hole, I would like to say that the Switch Lite has the same processor that the full-size Switch does. I really don't like it when they're going to do a game on the Switch, and it doesn't run in high definition in handheld mode. To me, personally, in my unhumble opinion, 480p on a handheld system, on a screen even as big as what the Switch Lite has, is not okay. Both of the Crash Bandicoot remasters have done it. Mm -hmm. Now Mortal Kombat has done it, and it looks so bad to me, and I'm not a videophile by any means. I can't really tell the difference between 30 and 60 frames a second unless it's a game I know very, very, very well, like Hyrule Warriors. Um, Sure. Man, is it distracting when you're switching between the cutscene and the in-game video. And it is so blurry that your character's hair is transparent. Mm. Like, I would rather not have the game on Switch and be forced to buy it on my PS4, or in your guys' case, your Xbox Ones, Mm -hmm. than not be able to play it in handheld mode. Even the Vita version of Mortal Kombat 9 was at a er, a comparable resolution. Like, I remember a lot of games on Wii U, um, they, they weren't 1080p, they were something weird like 940 or something like that. It was a comparable resolution for the screen size. I'm okay with that. Don't right. do this 480p garbage. I, don't I mean, I haven't noticed, and I think most of my Mortal Kombat playing has been in uh, handheld, so I haven't noticed that being particularly bad. Um, Maybe I, I mean, I really, I mean, there's a definitely a noticeable downgrade in um graphical quality right but um maybe i never I'll found have to, the resolution to be distractingly low maybe i'll have to give it a try on my full-size switch then in handheld mode and see if it's any better there and maybe maybe it is something that's exclusive to the switch light i'll have to test that mm-hmm. but i know crash did it even on the original switch and it really upset me to the point where I stopped playing the Crash Trilogy because it was so distracting. If sure. I want to play it in 480, I'll go back and play it on PS1. Yeah, I've, uh, I have mixed opinions on that because I guess it's... I come from the camp of, well, hey, it's better than nothing, I guess, and you don't have to buy right. it if you don't want to. But right. at the same time, it's like, yeah, it's like, Ooh, if you're going to put out something like that, maybe... I don't know, maybe... I feel like the the resolution is probably a compromise to keep the frame rate high, which That's, right. yeah. honestly is is more important, I would think, for a fighting game to have right. a smooth frame rate than a lot of pixels, but sure. I mean Yeah. Smoothly enough. And that's, I guess that's my other question. Are you playing through the story or are you more playing just for the arcade mode on it? I started playing the story and then realized that the story reference, references a lot of events in Mortal Kombat 10 that I, which I hadn't played the story mode on. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to watch like a YouTube video of the story and kind of, you know, get the Notes version. Because really, that's all the Mortal Kombat story right. mode is anyways. It's a yeah. bunch of cutscenes and then mm-hmm. you fight in between. 
Um, so, and maybe that's the difference, is I have I've not played arcade mode at all yet. I've only played story mode, so, uh, and once you get into the, the end of the fights, it's fine. It performs just fine, it looks fine, it's just that transition that I've noticed is really Oh fun. yeah, it's definitely jarring going from the pre-rendered cutscenes to the, like, last-gen quality graphics. Right, and sure. it is in any Mortal Kombat, I remember that in Mortal Kombat 9, too. And I do want to say, I keep referencing Mortal Kombat 9 and not 10, because I didn't play 10. Nine was the last proper Mortal Kombat that I played. Nine was good. Oh, it was real good. good. You know, it's funny. Like everybody's like, "Oh, bring these games out on, bring these new games out on Switch, bring these current games out on Switch." And I'm like, "Bring the old ones out." Like everybody wants <laughs> Grand Theft Auto Five and Red Dead Redemption Two. I'm like, "Give me Grand Theft Auto Four and Red Dead Redemption One. I'll be happy." You know, sure. I'm, Mortal Kombat I'm, I'm all ready to jump back into Red Dead Redemption One anyway. So. Yeah, yeah it would, would be really nice to uh, get, like, all of the... Well, and we've already gotten some, like L.A. Noir, but, like, getting a lot of ports that we missed from, like, the 360 PS3 mm-hmm. era, you know? Like, I would love that. Hell, um, what what was the DS? The Chinatown Wars yes. would be mm. great on the Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, we're getting getting way off topic yeah. here. Yeah. But, yeah, like, but like yeah, I, so... I want more of the, like, the kind of forgotten hits sure. on the Switch. Well, yeah, so and that's that's kind of, you know, the end of what I wanted to say on that. I didn't want to harp on it too much. I did just want to throw it out there that there's a couple of games like that. Like, I still haven't bought Spyro because I'm afraid that Spyro's going to have the same problem and I haven't talked with anybody that Spyro's has actually been able pretty. to confirm it. Um, one of the things, I have no Spyro adds uh, quite a bit of motion blur, so it probably um does that to hide the dips right. in frame rate and resolution i have to get spyro it was it's, on sale not long ago for i was gonna say get it i was you, this close if you get it on sale then i'm sure it's worth it i've barely played it but there are a collection of games i always wanted to play so for 20 mm-hmm. bucks it seemed worth it sure same um so yeah the only other thing i've really been playing is animal crossing and I don't really have anything new to say. It's still Animal Crossing. Um, I'm still enjoying it. I play it for about an hour a day. I do miss a day here and there. I'm not glued to it like I was in the beginning. But I'm still enjoying it. My wife and I still pick it up, you know, for an hour a day, every day or every other day, something like that. And do you guys uh, play local? Uh, the local no. Uh, play? no. We, we actually very rarely visit each other. We both just kind of oh. sit there. She plays on the TV. I play on my switch on the couch and we just kind of do our own things on our own islands but we know each other's residents from visiting our islands so sure. we'll sit there and like i got home from work today and she was like oh yeah so and so is finally moving in from the other day and i'm like oh yeah i had that one guy move into my village today and right. rolf and then i was like rolf moved out and she's like oh you finally got your uh Henri villager gone and i'm like yeah, I got him to move out the other day. So, like, we sit there and we tell stories like that, and it's fun to be able to play a game like that with her. Oh my god! Um, so Billy finally left my island, um, and was replaced by another jock. I was so mad. But here's the funny part, and I need to post this video on on Twitter. Billy left my island, and then the next night I was island hopping, you know, with the with the Nook Miles. And the first island I landed on, there's Billy. He can't remember who I am. And <laughs> <laughs> I wow. Like, wow. That's crazy. He, he left the island and just lost his mind. <laughs> 
amnesia. That happens when you go to an island. Link had that problem too. So that's that's all I had. I haven't really done much other than that. So cool. Well, uh, Justin, did you want to take next, or you want me to roll into what I've been playing? I'm um, sure I'll go next. Um, so mostly, I mean, it's been. I, I, well, we'll say almost entirely uh, Animal Crossing and Red Dead Redemption. Um, Animal Crossing, like, I just, I don't understand how all y'all have gotten so far in the game. My island is still, um, <laughs> is still one star. Um, my, I'm just, too. I'm just getting a new villager. My, my second new villager since... Like the initial group, no third. I don't remember. But anyway, I was, I'm finally getting another one. Um, I haven't, I haven't done like any of like the real uh, changing of the island itself. I don't know what to do with a lot of the stuff on <sighs> my island. Um, KK like doesn't even know my island exists. It's just <laughs> gotta get your stars um, up, man. Yeah, I mean, I my I I made my house look as close to a Disney castle as possible, so there's that. Okay. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, like I'm still loving it. Like I'm still spending. Oh, hang on, let me get my get my uh, switch out and and figure out how many hours I've played this because it was it was sad how long I've played this and how little I've accomplished. Um, the current um, tally is. 130 hours. Lord. Wow. So... How well, do you okay, only so have a one-star island at 130 hours? That's I, well, I, I was going to say, so here's the thing. So, like, I don't think we need to... Th this is the problem with Animal Crossing today. I, I'll tell you what. Like, the, it's a <laughs> blessing and a curse. The, with social media, you know, you can see, like, everybody's island. And, you know, you can visit everybody's island online and, like, compare mm -hmm. and contrast. And so that can be a good thing and a bad thing, right? I would just say, like, play at your own pace. Because I'm with you, Justin. My island is, like, you know, not as good as, like, anybody else's that I've ever visited. But, hell, I'm still having a good time doing whatever I'm doing in my island, you know? Oh, yeah. And I'm still enjoying it. And I've got my island set up. So, you know, I have all the different fruit. And there's... Like mm -hmm. they're sectioned off, so like this section is pears and this section is cherries and this so and then I've got them staggered. So, um, like on today I might have cherries and peaches uh, are so I go around gather all those, sell them off, and then tomorrow it might be apples and pears, and so I gather those <laughs> up and and so like every day I've got something to do and then all of the non fruit trees are up on like on the first tier of of the island and and so like I'm starting to do some of the like moving things around and everything and I I don't know, I usually rake in about uh hundred thousand, hundred and fifty thousand bells a day. But oh, wow. damn, dude. and then that's, that's you know, pretty good. Have <laughs> I that's have just to work for that. I have to like catch. I have to spend an hour catching bugs and fish to make one hundred and fifty thousand a day. Well, it's less for me now because I've started saving my bugs and fish mm. now that I've started getting Flick and CJ coming to the island. Uh -huh. So I'll save. I'll save my stuff for until they show up. But like, still, I'm like. Just trading in my fruit usually nabs me about seventy-five thousand bells. Do you uh, do you like stagger your fruit days or whatever? Like when you pick them, or do you just like pick them all on one day? 
Well, that yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, I've got it, I've got it like scheduled out so that every day there are two fruit that have just got it. Mm-hmm. See, I I, ha- I don't have that patience. Nope. I patience. I it's, pick all my fruit on one day, and that yeah. it takes well, a long actually, time. It's like actually four days. It, came, it came from lack of patience because, <laughs> because I went a couple days without picking any fruit and then I'm like uh, screw it I'm not doing all of these I'm just going to do these two and I'm like you know what I'm just going to do two every day until they're on a cycle so that's actually not bad that's not a bad so idea I should think about doing happening. that um, but yeah I, I started to say last week but didn't really have enough time um, I finished Act six of Red Dead Redemption Two. So I am, I mean, spoiler alert, I'm in the epilogue now, um, which has me excited for the game all over again because, as we've mentioned, Red Dead Redemption Two is a prequel to Red Dead Redemption One. So I'm reaching, I'm slowly reaching the point in Red Dead Redemption Two that I can just like leap right into Red Dead Redemption 1 which I'm like I'm excited like I'm turning this into a like Peter Jackson great epic the way I'm playing it um, so did, I, I gotta know a couple of weeks ago we asked you about um, if you got into this part yet that had that you know has significance and I, you hadn't quite gotten there yet so like what's the last like big thing that happened in your deal? see I'm not sure what what significance you were talking about okay and, and again, it's, it spoiler- has to do with the main character and like you know his it, basically it, it is ha- it this is not a spoiler what seals, what, is it when what? he gets his gloves God damn it! No, this this is this is this is not a spoiler, obviously, because he's not in the other Red Dead Redemptions. But it's right. how he dies. Right. I was gonna say like it, like I knew before I started playing this game that the main character is probably gonna die because that's uh-huh. how you know that that's how these things go. But um, yeah, like I had already reached the point where you find out how he's going to die. Okay. Um, and, and that was a powerful moment for me, honestly. It, see, it caught me off. All right. We've given enough spoiler alerts. If you're still listening at this point, you've either played the game or don't care. Um, <laughs> me. Both. It, 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 took me, it took me off guard at first because I'm like, well, this is just kind of randomly out of the blue. Like, oh, we're just he's just suddenly going to get this deadly disease because, you know, we have to kill him. He's not in the next game, so we have to kill him, and and this is what we've chosen to do. And then when, you know, as, like, the dialogue goes through and you find out, oh, he caught this from that. When, yeah, yeah, way back. Uh Way back, and like, and now, and then I realize as you're walking around, when did you, sorry I didn't mean to interrupt. When did that, that happened? Like in Act One or Two, right? When that was Act One, yeah. That okay, was like that's what of, I thought. That was I think the first mission you do for uh, Strauss. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, and then, um, and then I realized, well, I'm like, I'm like, but like, it's just completely out of the blue, and suddenly we're gonna believe that this. Is gonna is gonna kill him, but then I realized, you know, I talk to everybody as I walk mm-hmm. by because every time you talk to, like every few people you talk to, your honor goes up, and right. you know, I finish the game with the honor bar all the way to the good from talking to everybody, and I realized that like about halfway through the game, you'll you know, interact with somebody and he'll just, <clears throat> how you doing? Yeah, you know? and and I'm like, oh my god, they were alluding to this hinting. the entire yeah, game, hinting. yeah. 
And then and as and t- as you get towards like the later acts, like it gets like you know worse and worse and worse. It's like oh my god, like I just didn't notice this. But the attention to detail there, that a plus on Rockstar's part on that regard. Like um, I don't know. Like I and, and I said this. I said this before, but, like, when I first started playing the game, I did not like Arthur Morgan. I didn't find him nearly as Mm -hmm. interesting a character as um, John Marsden was. And, like, I didn't find him as likable a character. I didn't find him as as malleable a character as far as, like, my... how I want to play as him because the game was so linear. But I realized as I got to the end, the, the game was so linear because they wanted to put you through these motions that would get you to this point that makes you go oh my god like i didn't want to do this thing way back at the beginning of the game and and now my character regrets that he did this thing way back in the beginning of the game and now he's paying the price for the things that he did in the beginning of the game and like Mm -hmm. it's rockstar rockstar really like i have an issue with as i've said like the the way the disconnect between story and gameplay but mm-hmm. they do craft a very good story and have for many years and the the red dead games are just prime examples yeah um, i get it should be noted i i should say though that you know they have had workplace issues you know with crunch and stuff like that you know work overworking their employees and stuff like that but Man, I, they do put out a good product. I I, I don't think that Rare it's Rare necess- was the same way back in the N64 days, too. So Right. Yeah. Like, I don't want to say that necessarily, like, that is all worth it because I didn't have to work, like, the 80-hour work weeks. But, you know, it's it's worth noting. Yeah, and... And, uh... I lost my train of thought. Oh, and, like, the, the Red Dead games are really, like... If you play Red Dead thinking that it's just going to be grand theft auto in the old west it's not like that red dead is definitely the mature like where grand theft auto is the immature m rating mm-hmm. red dead is the mature m rating like it's it's dealing with adult subject matter and like serious life decisions and and stuff like that and I, I remember what I was going to say. The first red dead redemption game was one of the first video games that made me cry so mm-hmm. you know like this this one's living up to it. I'm enjoying the epilogue because, you know, after you finish Act Six and it goes into the epilogue, there you get some breathing room. It's the story's less intense. The characters are less intense. Um, oh, the other thing I love uh, I loved about the main story is, like, in Red Dead Re- in in the first Red Dead Redemption, you don't know much about the Vanderland Gang other than you know they started out as kind of a Robin Hood and the Merry Men sort of you know group where they were helping people with their crimes and then deteriorated and then you know broke apart and now marsden right. has to go and and you know kill them all um but you don't really learn anything about like dutch vanderland or anything like that and in red dead redemption 2 you get to see like this this decline in him like mm-hmm. he starts out like a really a really nice guy and like really in control and you yeah you, you like follow, almost like a robin hoodie then, type of character yeah and then you see this like um, sociopathic um tendencies just increase and him get more and more of a god complex and mm-hmm. and like you can see i like oh this is how this character that i liked here becomes this character that i want to kill by the end of the next game you know like <laughs> 
like so i'm really eager i'm and i'm and i'm rambling at this point because i don't think i've said anything that i haven't said before but i'm really eager at this point to um like i don't want to rush the epilogue of red dead redemption 2 because i am enjoying it especially um like the the bounty missions are kind of fun Sure. But um, I'm really eager to get to the point where it like segues from Red Dead Redemption 2 to Red Dead Redemption 1, as weird as that sounds. And, <sighs> um, you know, like I can continue the storyline without missing a beat because it's really going to put it's kind of like watching the original Star Wars trilogy after watching the prequels. And mm-hmm. it puts certain things into us into a different perspective yeah certain lines have more meaning and well and whatnot um i'm eager to have that experience with red dead sure okay well good deal well then i guess if that's it for you then i guess it's my turn here um i i said i have something old and something new well i somewhat tricked you guys because the two things that i've been playing is uh breath of the wild and pokemon go but pokemon go's got some new stuff so I just I'm noticed going... today. I'm I'm sorry for interrupting, but I, I just noticed today that Pokemon Go has halved the amount of walking you have to do to yep. hatch eggs. So like I hatch like a couple eggs a day now. Yeah, it's great. Pokemon Go has got is like really really stepped. I say this every week, but Pokemon Go has really stepped it up in light of this you know quarantine that we're all under. So okay, they had this to, really. You need to quit selling me on this game because I already have so much crap running through my phone. <laughs> I really don't need to have that running again, too. Come on, sixty-four. You got you got to have at least a sixty-four gig iPhone if I know you or more. No, I, I've got a two fifty-six. Okay, not a you can of, put Pokemon it's, Go. It's on not a matter. For this it's game. not a matter of the storage. It's the battery power to run the app with all the emails oh my God, and are... messages and Discord. It is all right. When Pokemon Go first came out, sorry, it chewed up batteries and spit them out. Mm-hmm. It is far more. Um, efficient now like i i never i when i was working at my last job and was like out away from the house and wa- walking around all day long i would have it open in the background all day with my uh pokeball yep. on my hip and i never had battery issues so steve Damn. no excuses and okay. so but what pokemon go did i think it was this last weekend or anyway it, it, within the last week in any case there was this really awesome event and i hope they continue to do events like this so how it worked was basically for like the hour or whatever three hours i don't even really remember how long it was active there was a um there's a new tab that you can go to to get different kind of tasks right because you know how there's like your weekly event um task where you can get a stamp well if you scroll over there's like different daily and and weekly and even like monthly things that you can do so for this hour there was this i i believe snubble event and basically how it worked was if you like caught three snubbles in a row then um or like caught three pokemon in a row or whatever then you would get a um chance to catch a snubble that was shiny you know by you know clicking the event type of thing so yeah it was just really cool like to get a bunch of different tasks like catch three pokemon or like you know catch three fire pokemon and you know have to go and find those ones or whatever i used an incense the entire time like pokemon knows what's going on um i uh i had a really good time with that this weekend and it's even just fun to play sitting at my house now even without like using any incenses or anything like that because there's just more pokemon around you know so uh more opportunities to to earn like balls and yeah thank you Niantic for uh, doing that for all of us people that are still 
hanging around and playing Pokemon Go. I really appreciate that. But that's enough of that. Let's talk about something old. Because I've been playing a lot of Breath of the Wild, guys. I may or may not be playing it um, right now. <laughs> I've noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's so good. I'm playing it in master mode um, right now. So I'm like, you know, slowly going and getting the shrines and trying to collect all the Koroks and, you know, Is all that stuff. Is this the first you've played in master mode? No, I, I was racing Lucas, um, trying to get all the shrines, and he beat me to it. So, you know, I, I kind of put it down for a while. And now I'm, I picked it back up, and I'm trying to collect all the shrines and finish it up. But it's, uh, it's tough, even with knowing all the tricks and everything. Because I'll be honest, the first time I played in, like, normal mode, I hardly ever cooked. I never did anything like that, you know? <laughs> like, I just, you know, didn't find the need. But now I'm I'm farming hardy durians like you wouldn't believe. Like, and you have to upgrade your armor. Like yeah, there's, there's you no do. getting around it. <laughs> yeah, no, no doubt. So like I've been chasing around like the freaking dragons. Like my life depends on it. Like you know, like I I have a newfound respect for this game in master mode because it's making me play the game a bit differently. You know, like I. I, like there's no way that I can roll up on Ganon right now. Probably much less even a uh, like you know. <laughs> I, I've done all the great beasts, but like I, I just don't think I could do Ganon right now without doing a little bit more upgrading and stuff like that. So, anyways, that's that's fun. I'm um, playing Breath of the Wild like my life depends on it, and it's still good, guys. Like if Breath of the Wild two is anything like this one, you know, granted uh, Lucas might disagree, but I I'm. I love Breath of the Wild. I, I just, even with all of the faults that it has, it's still one of my favorite games of all time. It, it is, and like, I will go, I will go months without playing it, and then just one day I'll be like, oh, I'll play Breath of the Wild and be hooked. Yeah, instantly. no doubt. Like, like, even having, like, I've found all the shrines. I haven't done all the expansion pass shrines yet, but um, I found, I, I've, found all the shrines and and i could go face ganon now if i really wanted to mm -hmm. but like it's just so much like i'll start doing something and then i'll get sidetracked by something it's like this is all stuff that i've done before like there's very little in the game that i'm discovering for the first time you know on my second playthrough but it's just so satisfying. <laughs> it absolutely is. Even the times when, so like, you know, I'll, I'll pick it up before bed and like play for like an hour or whatever. And I'll like, in the grand scheme of things, I'll do like absolutely nothing. But I'm still having a great time. Like I'm, I'm just like fighting the elements, trying to climb up cliffs when it's raining, you know, that type of thing. <laughs> and it, I, I, man, I just love this game. So, all right, but we've ran long already. So we're going to um, take a little break here. We'll be back on the other side with a little mini game. And then we'll answer your questions from the question block. $5 a month is Infendo Radio's all-access Patreon tier. If you want a bunch of extra goodies and cool week-to-week -week bonuses, that's the tier you want to hit up. Go to patreon.com slash infendoradio and join at the $5 level. All right, we're back. Um, we're about to do a little bit of a mini game before we get into Change the System. And boy, I've got a uh, game for you guys. So the game that I have quite up is... 
interesting we're gonna be playing a bad game descriptions and i just can't get past this cover art so i'm gonna have to send this to you guys um after we figure out what this game is but let me read to you the game description we have here so the the headline is flying at incredible speed zara ready your wings under the glow of the honeymoon fairies can reach their peak speeds now is the time for you to prove oh that you God, are I've truly the fastest the fairy fly through the fairy forest collecting bling to increase your speed watch out for rocks trees and magical creatures called orbies unlock outfits and break speed records in style doesn't it say outfits quote unquote um i do a different game description that i, I was think reading. you might be thinking of a different game description because there I was don't one see that, that said outfits sorry <laughs> gentlemen what is the well what is the t the price of this game 4.99 Justin? I'm gonna go with two ninety nine. Well, um, Justin is the closest by any metric you look at. The uh, the price normally is ninety eight cents. <laughs> normally ninety eight cents because it has to be less than the ninety nine cent ones. Currently, wow. it is on sale for forty nine cents, and the name of this game is called Zara, the Fastest Fairy. I need everybody to take a look at the cover art for this. I'm gonna post a description of it in the is, the live stream. Um, is it is. With, with it's one game. Z or an X? Oh, it's a 3DS game. It's a Z. Yes, it is a 3DS game. It looks like it actually has stereoscopic 3D. Uh, so that um, you know, maybe that's a good thing. I don't know. Zara the fastest fairy. <laughs> but, oh wow! Yeah, yeah. The, the yeah. 3D would probably be good for that game. Everybody, oh, look God. it up. Everybody, look this game up. It looks fantastic. There, there, there there's only one. <laughs> uh, so uh, one I'll, big one. I'm gonna leave that to you, everybody. That's your homework for the week. Um, but before we get too far in the weeds, Steve, why don't you read our question from the question block? Which I am totally not stalling for. <laughs> I thought you okay. had this ready, Steve. What is our favorite movie? That question comes to us from Colt. All right. So I'm going to go first because I'm going to answer mine and Lucas's at the same time. Because we found out last week spontaneously that we both have the same favorite movie. I love, I freaking love Shawshank Redemption. That is just like one of the most well-made movies of all time, I feel like. So that's my answer, Shawshank Redemption. Go watch it if you haven't seen it. Go ahead, Justin. All right. Um, I mean, I'm always tempted to go with one of the Star Wars movies or something Disney. But honestly, if I had to pick a single favorite movie of all time, I think it'd probably be Blade Runner. Mm. Oh, that's a good, that's a good movie. Yeah, you but, can't but, go and with that. Blade Runner. I saw it in high school and didn't get it, but I knew that I wanted to, and I just <laughs> watched it two or three more times, and and watched you know all the different cuts of it, and I'm like, no, this is a work of brilliance. This is yeah. one of the best movies of all time. So. My favorite movie, and after what Justin said, it's going to feel like I'm cheating because it's technically a Disney movie now, after the 10th anniversary of said movie, 
Originally, it was a Touchstone Pictures movie because Disney oh. thought it would be too dark to put the Disney label wow, on. Wow, he knows his trivia on it even. Until the 10th anniversary when they finally re-released it in 3D and put the Disney logo on. If you haven't deduced it by now, it is Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas. Which My, was directed by who? That other guy, Henry Selick. Selick? Did Good I get man. it right? See? See? Henry Selick. Also directed but, Coraline and, and James Corpse and the Bride. Giant Peach. Okay, no, that makes Bride total was sense. was actually Tim Burton. Oh, Corpse Ride was Tim Burton? Okay, I always yes. get that one mixed up. So, yeah, um, I had two copies. Well, I had a copy of the VHS, wore it out, made mm-hmm. my parents buy me a second copy of the VHS, <laughs> wore <laughs> that out, made them buy me a third copy, which they still have. I bought the DVD re-release, I bought the Blu-ray re-release, I bought the 3D Blu-ray re-release, and I own it Jeez. digitally. You so. were prepared. Yes. I don't have quite that many copies <laughs> of it, but I do have it on VHS, its first DVD release, its anniversary DVD release, and mm-hmm. Blu-ray, so. Yep. <sighs> I think I'm one short of you. I have to ask you, though, Justin... Are you Who's okay with Are you okay with Marilyn Manson's version of This Is Halloween? I think that's my that's, all-time favorite. Of all of the covers on that album, that is probably the good one. Mm-hmm. So, bonus that, that question. That was a very disappointing album. <laughs> yeah. B- bonus question for you, Justin, since Steve already established his is a Disney movie. What is your favorite Disney movie? Oh, jeez. I'll tell you mine. Mine is... It's an oldie, but a goodie. I, I've loved it since I was a kid. The Sword in the Stone. Ooh, I have I an answer for this, one. too. Even though mine is technically a Disney movie, mine was always The Little Mermaid. I love The Little Mermaid. Um, mm-hmm. All right, see, now you've got so many different things to go by here because you got the live-action Disney movies, you've got the animated mm-hmm. Disney movies, you've mm-hmm. got the classic Disney movies, and you've got the modern Disney movies. Um, and I don't know if I can pick a one all-time favorite of it. Yes, I can. Just, Mary just Poppins. Pick, okay. I was going to say my, pick my your favorite all-time, child, Justin. My all-time favorite <laughs> Disney movie. And hell, Mary Poppins might be tied with Blade Runner as favorite of all time. But of if, if I had to take the entire Disney catalog, Mary Poppins would be my favorite. Okay, That's so here's bad. something for you then, Justin. Did you remind me? Do you have Disney Plus? Yes. Okay, so there was I also something... have an extensive Blu-ray and DVD catalog. <laughs> did, did did you watch the? I think it's called Prop Culture that just debuted on Disney Plus. I have this week? not seen that yet. From what I understand, the first episode is all about Mary Poppins, so Ooh, you may want to have that a look. Thank you to Radio Ronan for. Oh wait, the... I'm behind on my podcast. It's about two week old news now. The uh, the predecessor to the Disney Park audio animatronics was the Robin that uh, Mary Poppins sings to on her finger. It was everything an audio animatronic was except for the automation. Huh. And then they made the Tiki Room. And thank you for coming to the Disney podcast, everybody. <laughs> See, right? this is why I need to make one. <laughs> 
And with that, we are going to get out of here tonight. Um, I believe that was our final question from the question block, right? So we're not yeah. skipping anybody. In okay, good deal. If you want to leave a question in the question block, make sure that you uh, head over to our Discord and you can too. Um, but we are going to get out of here for this evening. So thanks for joining us live if you were. Um, you can find me at Infendo Eugene on <coughs> Twitter. You can follow um, Lucas, I believe. Oh gosh, at Lucas Peace. Is that correct? No, nope. that is his at, YouTube. Chromatic it's at Hue. Chromatic Hue. Yep. Damn, at Chromatic Hue on Twitter. And then you can follow Infendo at Infendo. But go to Infendo.com and you can basically do all those things from there too. Um, Justin, where can the people find you when you're not in your haunted mansion? Actually, you you're probably there all all the time during quarantine. So that's, that's I have. I actually have have a bookshelf right across from me right now that has a lot of my not certainly not all, but a lot of my haunted mansion merchandise. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can find me burping live on camera. Um, <laughs> you can find me. On Twitter, lost my train of thought at Infendo Justin, um, and I do. I haven't tweeted about Disney in a while, but since we're talking about it anyway, I will pimp utilidork.com and at utilidork my Twitter handle. Um, every week or so, I get another paragraph done on that blog I've been writing. So you know, work being what it is. Sure. Um, yeah, I think that's that's it. Yeah, follow me the, on those places. Okay, good deal. Um, Steven, where can the people find you when you're not um, dungeon crawling in Minecraft? Yeah, when I'm not hanging out in this amazing base that you're seeing right now. Um, <laughs> you can find me in my Discord <coughs> and the Infendo Discord, both of which can be found at the Infendo.com community page. Please come and join us. Um, you can find me on the Hypervoice podcast on Twitter at Hypervoice PKMN or at Spreaker.com slash Hypervoice, uh, excuse me, Spreaker.com slash Hypervoice podcast. Um, you can find me personally at Gentus1 on Twitter. And for those of you still listening, the answer to the live question that we had for your $15 gift card that nobody got, in <laughs> fact, Infected Mushroom is what I'm listening to right now. So go look them up. They're an amazing techno band. How do uh, I think? That's uh, Wario and Waluigi's favorite band. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I guess that's it. We're out of here tonight. Um, we hope that you join us again next week. Um, I guess I better do the honors. Uh, make sure that you guys get out there and vote but probably do it by a mail-in ballot stay home stay safe but most importantly stay inside that's actually not half bad i i it's it sounded a little bit like sloth from the goonies so i was taken aback but uh why because we like you <laughs> see you guys Infendo Radio is brought to you by people like you. If you want to be a producer, head over to patreon.com slash infendoradio and sign up at the $10 level. We'd really appreciate it. <laughs>